Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I have uh, Kieran. Karen? Did I get close? Okay, yay! Yes, uh, In the got studio it. today. Uh, but you might know him as C Sims Productions. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this. This is like the first time I've done something like this. So I feel very excited. I'm so happy that you got me to do this. Yes, no, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I mean, I thank you so much for casting me. You have no idea. I just felt so honored. Like it was just this role was like given to me and I didn't have to audition and go through all the staff. So it was just so nice. <laughs> this is like the first time I've never opened auditions for like a Machinima series because I had one before mm -hmm. called East Bale. And then my computer broke before I could release the first episode. So, and then when I got my computer back, I lost quite a lot of the files that I needed yeah. for it. So I was like, you know what, let's just cancel it, start fresh. So I was like, most of the cast is from Eastvale. And then I've got some new people that I've not worked with before, you included. So, <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, I definitely want to jump in. But before we talk about um, your new project, I want to hear a little bit about yourself and your Sims history. So basically, I used to do Machinimas back like three, four years ago. Um, I had, about, I think I only had two projects. One of them was like a murder mystery and it was my first ever Machinima project. So it was, it was rough. I, the first episode didn't have a script. I just emailed the voice actors. I was like, here's some lines you could possibly say just and I'll just work out. And then by the fifth episode i was like this is not good i like it all like in my mind i was like wait i've just made a bunch of hot messes this is let's cancel this and then my other project it was quite similar it was quite similar to the one i'm doing now it's called mm -hmm. city limits and it's basically the same as what i'm doing now but just a lot worse and not less prepared so um yeah and then yeah. I had like a technical issue and then I had, and I, school was getting a bit mm -hmm. like hectic. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop. And then I came back around the start of last year and now I'm here. Well, there you go. Um, so your first machine uh, that you made like three or four years ago, did you make that in Sims 4 or have you yeah. made in like, other, have you played any other rendition of the Sims or have you just only played Sims 4? Um, machinima wise, I've only used the Sims 4 because okay. that's the game I've that's I've like dabbled in the other games like just for like gameplay, but mm -hmm. Sims 4 is the one I'm most used to, so I've always just resorted to um the Sims 4. I've always played well, like Sims 2, but I'm so used to Sims 4, I'm like I, can't, I don't wanna I don't wanna stray away from something that I've not I've not learned yet. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the reason I like to ask this is because um. I've interviewed a couple of Machinima creators now and they're 50-50. Some really like Sims 4, some really like Sims 2. Um, mm -hmm. I always like to ask to see like if you start it with Sims 2 and then work your way to Sims 4 because like Sims 2 is rough. Sims 2, Sims 4 is pretty, right? Yeah. So um, I think- I've only, I've only started playing The Sims just a few, maybe a year or two after The Sims 4 came out. Okay. And then I think about- Two years after that, I started like very first doing like machinimas and all that. But I have I have played like Sims two and three before, but I could never make machinimas in there. It's just too too different from how I could do it in the Sims four. So 
Hey, I mean, you're better off than me. I'm 28 years old and I don't even know how to even start with a mission of I don't even know what to do. Like I have like <laughs> no idea. I, I've had people ask me, um, I, I have a, I, I have a sim story, like a, like an Instagram mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And people have asked me if I would uh, ever turn it into a machinima. And I, I put good thought into it. I really yeah. did. Cause I, like I've been in, actually I did an acting resume this week. Cause I was like, you know what? Let's just put down every, I've been in like 15 credited roles. And I was Ooh. just like, Jesus. And that's, that's, that's under a year too. So I'm like, let's go. I, I'm, <laughs> can I say I'm an acting whore. I will take, a <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, um, Hey, this is embarrassing. We'll get back to the real story. So I, I got casted as an extra. I got casted as prostitute number two. <laughs> I was like, yes. I still roll. Yeah, I, I was, love that. I have been practicing my whole life for this. <laughs> Your whole life has led up to that moment when exactly. you get cast as prostitute number four. Yeah. So it came out, and I watched because I, I will watch my part. Right. I love to mm-hmm. see it, and my fiance will yeah. watch it with me because he's very supportive and tolerates every awesome. decision I make. And he's like, "Is that you? Are you giving a blowjob?" I'm like, "Yup, <laughs> that is me." <laughs> I love that. Oh, jeez. I love that. That's amazing. Right? Oh, I don't care what. I don't care if I have one. But I had another one where it was like, I just had to scream, get out. And I'm like, perfect. One line. Let's Beautiful. go. But uh, no, I, I like to talk to missionary creators because like everybody has their own different story and how yeah. they get to them. So my question to you is you started off mission by making so young. Um, is that something that you think you'll carry on with for the rest of your life? Is that something you want to go to school for? It's always something that I've like wanted to do sort of as a hobby outside of like school. Like I want to go into filmmaking. So like okay. actual like uh, sort of live action stuff. But since Machinima has always been like really fascinating to me, like I was one of those people that would stay up until like one in the morning and watch the Sims 3 teen pregnancy <laughs> birth to death um, oh Machinimas. I'd always be fascinated by how people could do this. And then when I finally got the game, I was like, oh my God, I can do this now. So, but yeah, it's always, it's always something I'm going to like have fun doing as like a sort of hobby on the side and then filmmaking as like my career. No, that's awesome. Um, have you heard about the Plum Bob Awards yet at all? Like, do you know anything about them? Yes, I was. I've I have um, been made aware of them. I have like seen some of the stuff like that goes on with them. Um, I've not actually like participated in uh, any of their seasons yet, but something I plan on doing. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I didn't know what they were until last year. Um, I, I I've only been doing. As I have a frog in my throat, um, I've only been doing this for actually. Stassi turns one on Tuesday. Oh, I know, I know, oh, I, I know. Isn't that, I know my alter ego? But um, so she turns one. I didn't know what machinimas were until March. Um, I was Ooh. I was sitting. I was getting interviewed. Um, I was I had just passed like fifteen hundred uh, subscribers on uh, followers on Instagram. I had only been doing it for a couple of months. People are like, "Who's this person?" I want get to talk to her and get to know her and I was sitting and, I was, and the second I was the second guest and the first guest was a machinima creator so I sat and I listened to her machinima and she talked about it for like two hours and I was like what is this I have like no idea I, I didn't know anything and they were asking me questions like who's like Stassi like who's your favorite machinima creator like what's your favorite ones and I was like 
um, I have never heard of these before. I will have to do research. How have you never heard of these before? It's a part of the community. I'm like, I'm very new to this, clearly. I don't know what machinimas are. And then I, um, yeah, and then I, I fell in love with machinimas and then I got casted in a bunch of them. And now I work for the Machinima magazine. So oh, I, I see yes. tons of machinimas coming through. Yeah, I'm one of the uh, the writers. And, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and I, well, I mostly just do the interviews, but yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, sometimes I help them with marketing because that's my real job is marketing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyways. Machinimas are awesome. Uh, what is your favorite yes. type of machinima to create? Um, I love to do a series, like voiceover series, because my ideas just are are too too big just to contain into one movie. So I have to make series and yeah, voiceovers because um I I think the subtitle series is are like all really cool. But my, I, I can't concentrate on looking at the subtitles, and then I'll lose focus on what's actually going on. And then, so for me, like listening to the voices is just easier for my concentration. So, yeah. Oh, I totally agree with you. Um, so I'm dyslexic, so I'm not, I'm not sure if you know what it is. It's for anyone who does not share. It's a hard time reading. Um, I cannot do anything with subtitles. Um, it's very hard because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and my brain is trying to understand what I'm reading. Cause I yeah. like, I'll re- like, I can read a passage without any, there's no context to it to me. My brain's like, what did you just read? It doesn't stick. So yeah. my fiance will actually read subtitles out to me when we're sitting and okay. watching something. It's so nice of him to do that. Oh, I know that's, oh, I love that. Right. Cause he wants me to be able to enjoy it. He just, he yeah. was, I just can't understand it. But yeah, no, if I, I totally agree. If I was to ever do a machinima, I would turn it. It'd have to be voice actors. Also, there's so many, there's so many talented voice actors out there. I just want, I want them to be seen. I want them, I want to use their talent. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, especially when they do it for free. I appreciate that so much because like, I've never, I always expect them to like only do paid stuff. So like when they say they'll do it for free, I'm just like, oh my God, this is great. This is amazing. I need to use you. Like I need to use your talent. I need, I need to showcase it to everyone. No, absolutely. I, I've had paid acting jobs. I've had free acting jobs. I, it, it comes down to it, right? Like if you can get paid for it. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but Hey, I don't mind helping out uh, directors and creators. I are just trying to get mm-hmm. started out there. If I had, if I had money, to, like if I had the amount of money to like pay all my voice actors, I totally would because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they deserve. But also I am broke. So <laughs> it's just going to have to be free. Um, voice acting for now no of course I totally I totally got you like I, it's the same way like I, I, I I'm, a, I'm a young adult I'm a young professional I work in marketing and people must assume that I have millions of dollars to throw around I love it all the time I just had some guy message me on Instagram a couple days ago being like hey like do you think you can send me like 20 bucks I was like I was like I was like do you think you could send me 25 <laughs> Cause then I'll send you 20 <laughs> and he blocked me and reported me. I'm like, okay. I mean, <sighs> you wanted money. Like, there you go. Um, no, Hey, I, t- I totally get you. Um, I think this is perfect time. So let's talk about your new project. So tell me all about it. So basically, as I said before, I had a project called City Limits, which is basically it took place in Samaishuno, the world in Sims 4, like the city world. And it was just about rich people being messy and 
so much drama between rich people and the poor people. And it was, it was kind of like inspired from shows like Gossip Girl and Elite, which are all about sort of like class issues. And it was all about rich people versus sort of the not so rich people. And then, um, and basically once I sort of took a break from machinima, um, once I came back, I was like, after like Eastvale got canceled, um, I was like trying to think of a new idea to like, what, like, what should I do next? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I had a sort of all right idea before. Let's make it, let's sort of adjust it and make it into a really fun project. And yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it used to be called State of Limits, but now it's called Super Rich Flies because I really like Frank Ocean's um, Channel Orange album and Super Rich Kids is one of my favorite songs. So I was like, you know what? Let's just alter the title because obviously it's not, it's an adult, it's about mm. adults. It's not about um, teens or anything. So I was like, I'll just change it. And then, yeah, that's that's how I got the name. But yeah. No, I like that. Um, so I've, I've seen, I've read the first episode of yeah. uh, Super Rich Lies. I really liked it. Um, I definitely want to talk a lot about Alyssa because like, I don't know what happens in this project. So, um, so Alyssa's just become the mayor. Yes. Worry, this is not coming out until the first episode comes out. We're not there's no okay, spoilers. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, no spoilers. Let's get it. No, no spoilers. Um, so um what was what's Alyssa's motivation like for her to wanting to become mayor? So she's always been sort of a lead, like she's a very um she's always been a leader. So like her history, like when she was in high school, she was always the class president. She was all she was a very natural born leader. Mm-hmm. And she's come from like a very rich um, uh, family, and she has always wanted her like, being mayor or being sort of a, having a leadership type role was always like her career goal. And she's always, yeah, that's basically why that's why she wanted to become mayor. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm very excited to find out what actually happened with Sylvester and Patrick. Carlos. Carlos. Thank Carlos, you. Carlos, yes. I was like, I was like brother, Patrick's my brother. Um, Patrick, uh, yes. yes. Patrick and Dana, the twins. Yes. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. I know the end, but there's like always more to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of, obviously a lot of plot lines I took from the old idea and hmm. Um, something I always wanted to keep was sort of the sibling rivalry rivalry mm-hmm. between Carlos and Sylvester. And um, that, in the original um, project I had, they were called, Sylvester was called Cooper and then Carlos was, all, um, was called uh, Ezra. But I also wanted to just change names to have sort of something different and uh, fresh. But yeah, that was always something I wanted to keep because I like playing around with sibling rivalry and sort of the different dynamics you can have with them. What do you think is a more a difficult dynamic, siblings or uh, parent and child? Um, I think more difficult, did you say? Yeah, more difficult. More difficult. I think um, I'm going to say parent and child because um, basically, I don't know, I just think uh, with siblings, it's easier to for me to sort of write that sort of catty, like uh, stereotypical sibling, like sort of squabbles and fights. Mm. 
Um, because that's always something like I was always into sort of like teen shows, still am, and like a common thing is like sibling squabbles and yeah, so I've always just find find it easier to write for siblings and parent and uh child. So yeah, no, yeah. I hey, I totally get it. Um because I feel like if it's a parent-child dynamic, you're you're basically just trying to either make the parent proud, but they're too busy to notice. I mm-hmm. feel like that's kind of like the number one, or it's uh, the parent is too overbearing and the child like doesn't really care. Like I think yeah. those are kind of your two. Um, now, I know you said you like uh, teen dramas. Is there any other teen dramas besides Elite and Gossip Girl that you're taking um, inspiration from for this project? Um. Uh, yeah, um, there's a case. I know it's kind of controversial, sure. but, um, I'm sort I'm taking sort of the, um, sort of the drama and, um, mystery sort of element from Riverdale and implementing it here. I know Riverdale is a very controversial subject across the world, but I really like their, the way they can create tension and like always have an aspect of mystery. And oh my gosh! Sort yeah, of camp and fun um, elements in their show. So I wanted to adopt that into um, Super Rich Lies. And also, I've just I was an OG Riverdale fan when season one came out. Uh, stuck by the show, so yeah, I've always had inspiration from Riverdale. And I'm trying to think, um, there was another one: um, Elite Riverdale and Gossip Girl, sort of my main three inspirations for this. But no, yeah, I love it. So. I actually super love Riverdale, so you're not offending me. I I love it. Okay, that's it. fine. Yeah, no, I am. I'm an OG fan as well. I've been watching since uh, day one, and I mean, this past season was something. Um, yeah, I am. I I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's it's just chaos. Yeah, well, that's, I feel like. I feel like it's just toddlers writing for the script now because like there's some parts mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this a thing? Yeah, I honestly, I just watch it because I'm I'm so far in. I can't quit now. I need to, I need to keep watching. Right. I said the same thing. So like me and my mom, like we'll, we'll pick a show and we'll, we'll watch it till the very end, regardless of how bad it is or not. So Riverdale is our, yeah. our show we, where we've clipped on. After River Vale. Like I was just kind of like, oh my like... god, Rivervale! Oh, people. Okay, so people were so like confused. Like something like annoys me about the criticism of Riverdale is that um people will just like criticize it and be like, this is so weird. Like remember when it was just a teen show, and I'm like, and it's people that will like quit after season two, and I'm like, you obviously don't understand the context here, or else you maybe understand a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like people will criticize Rivervale and be like, oh my god, like what is this? This is so weird. Like you, and I'm like you clearly don't understand this is like an alternate like reality like this is clearly not like actually like happening in Riverdale like but yeah I actually quite enjoyed uh, contrary to popular belief I really enjoyed Rivervale I kind of liked how it was their way of going full supernatural and full bonkers and the hundredth episode where Jughead like figured out what was going on with the split parallel universes I thought that was really cool like I've always liked how bonkers they are and how they just own it. See, I will say, um, I kind of wish River Vale was more of Riverdale. And that's kind of like the the mystery yeah. aspect they took of it. Instead of Jingle Jangle, the Gargoyle King, uh, TBK. I, yeah, like... Jesus. The the names that they come up with on Riverdale and River Vale just baffle me. Um, yeah, I wish the show was either 
always like how season one was, where it was mm-hmm. like a contained mystery, or River Vale, where it's just completely bonkers, like supernatural, like balls yeah. to the walls, like insane. Because no. I love, I love, I I always liked how tampered, like over the top it was. I totally agree. I really like the devil episode in River Vale. I thought that was a really well done one. You know, the devil. Oh, the devil. Yes. 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 Because I really like the episode because I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion across like Riverdale like fans, but Veronica was never really my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I sort of liked the idea of Veronica. Like I really enjoyed her in season one. She was like one of my favorites in season one, but progressively she just kind of got worse for me. And I think it's because she sort of had the same storyline every season. It was like her against her dad trying to stop him from ruining Riverdale. But in that episode specifically, she really like, she really went up in the rankings of like my favorites. Cause I don't know, I just love how they focused on her and actually gave her something to do that wasn't Hiram related, but. Yeah, no, I think that, I think this is how you can define Veronica's character in like one snippet is when they did the trailer for season five coming back after their seven year gap, but it was actually six months because, um, you know, they don't know how to write. Uh, they're like, Archie went to the army and they're like, and then Betty, FBI, the FBI. Veronica got married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at the start of the, like, I think it was season five, episode five. Mm-hmm. At the start, Jughead was like, so Betty was an FBI agent, Archie's in the army, I'm a writer, and Veronica is married. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, great. Love it. <laughs> Love but it. Yeah. Because yeah. Veronica's actually like an inspiration for um, sort of the overall aesthetic of Dana from Super Rich Life. So her overall look is sort of inspired by Veronica, sort of the dark hair, the sort of very dark colours and... Um, sort of very glam, like polished sort of fashion. I and love also the- sort of her over- overall sort of like attitude and aura. So I like Veronica's very like confident. She's very, um, she'll do anything to like mm-hmm. get what she wants. She's not afraid to like fight people and just be her. So yeah. No, I totally agree. When I saw that, because I, because at first I was like, what does she look like? Because that, that's how I usually base my characters off of. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people they know me now, so they'll yeah. make they'll make my person I'm playing blonde because mm-hmm. it, it it kind of mit, oh my gosh fits the personality. Because if yeah. you if you if you know me, I'm very like bubbly unless I have a role yeah. where I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> so, so I saw that I was like, oh shit, I have like super dark hair. Okay, so I'm gonna turn the bubbliness down and be more. Yeah. Stern. Like, for example, like one of my favorite lines from House, because I like I'm a Housewives fan. Um, or the Housewives says, You say stupid shit, I say important shit. And I'm like, yeah. that's Dana. She says important shit. Like yeah. she's not there for bullshit. And that's why oh, I, I like yeah, her. Yeah, Dana, Dana does not mess around. She's <laughs> and uh, I've because I've finished sort of um first copies of the episode two two mm-hmm. five which is in the season finale and honestly Dana is just a menace I could just I, that's, what, I, that's what I'm gonna say about her now is like she is like a troublemaker but she's yeah. one of my favorite characters to write for because she's just so like she's just a menace honestly she's I love I love writing villains um I love writing sort of rebellious and uh, mischievous characters because I've always those kind of characters are always my favorite 
everyone like always rooted for the heroes, but I was always like a sort of I was on the side of the villains. So yeah. I was gonna say, are you a Slytherin? Because I feel like that's a Slytherin answer. I've always liked to believe I'm a Slytherin, but people have told me that I'm a Hufflepuff, but mm, I can um, see that. I, it I, just I, depends. That's that's fair. So like my entire life, I'm like, I'm a Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor. I was like, I was like, I was like, can you still I don't know if you can somewhat see it. There's my Gryffindor oh, the scarf. scarf. There's the actually, actual okay. scarf. So I've never actually read or like seen the Harry Potter movies, but like I'm sort of well aware of like the different houses, but because like all my friends are like really into Harry Potter, I've just never gotten around to watching yeah. them or like reading the books. But yeah, um, people have always just been like, oh yeah, you're definitely a Hufflepuff. I'm like, Slytherin was always the interesting one to me. I want to be a Slytherin. <laughs> Right? Like, I always wanted to be a Gryffindor because, like, we grew up at different times. Like, when I was nine, the first one came out. And that mm-hmm. was, like, the big deal. You're like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I want to watch these. And I waited for my letter when I was 11. It never came. So I was Gryffindor, <laughs> Gryffindor, Gryffindor. So my parents went to the UK, picked mm-hmm. up me. Uh, they're like, well, well, what house do you want? And I said, well, Gryffindor, obviously. <laughs> um, and then my fiance whispers to me in my ear, should have been Slytherin when he was very drunk. And I was like, excuse you, I just met you at the time. Um, how dare you say I'm Slytherin? Like, what have I done for you to, you to consider me um, uh, a Slytherin, not a Gryffindor? Um, as, as I look back on life, I'm usually the villain in people's yeah. stories. Definitely not a Gryffindor. I'm not a hero. <laughs> uh, but no, I uh, I totally agree. I cannot wait to continue to play Dana. I got a couple more questions for you. I'm going to send you on your way. Um, I like to ask this question to Machinima creators. Um, what advice would you give to anybody wanting to start off? Um, don't expect to have, like, you don't always have to have, at the start, don't expect, like, talk to your quality like um like video or like audio because we all have to start from somewhere like where I started my video like was at like 10 frames per second the editing was rough mm-hmm. the I didn't have a script I probably should have but I started off just not using a script so like when you, if you're if you're just starting out don't expect to always have come out with like Netflix or HBO level like type of like filmmaking or um, TV shows because you have to start from somewhere and you can only go upwards, so. No, I absolutely agree with you. I think that's actually really good advice. Um, I've been doing videos now since like July and I got my first mic off uh, Amazon and it was kind of shitty. But now I have, it's a blue, it's a blue ice. It's pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. My advice, again, good sound. Spend that extra little bit of money if you can, mm-hmm. but but literally go back and watch people's first YouTube videos before they got wealthy, before they got sponsors. Mm-hmm. They just have the same stuff that we have, right? You got to start yeah. small, work your way big. Um, I have my other advice would be be patient because I'm quite an impatient person. I want things done yesterday or else I'm just, or stresses me out. But yeah, with machinimas especially, because because like unlike TV shows, they could get out stuff out quicker because they have a whole team of people doing everything at the same time. But mm-hmm. with machinimas, you're only one person. Like you're only one um, person, and you've got a, like obviously you've got a group of voice actors. But yeah, be patient because you're not going to get everything done like within five minutes. So yeah, be patient. 
Absolutely. Great advice. Um, so this episode's coming out the first day that Super Ritualized comes out. What is your plan for scheduling? Are you going to drop an episode every couple of weeks? Are you going to drop one once a week or once a month? Um, I The initial plan is to do it at least, but like very least once a month. If depending what like school and mm-hmm. sort of everything like sort of in real life um allows me to I can maybe try and get maybe two a month but at the moment it's one a month because obviously I'm in sort of mock exam um season so I don't want to focus too much on trying to get like a bunch of episodes out so yeah no once a month hey absolutely um hey people don't understand how much work it goes in to making machinimas it's so much it's very time consuming I think I've read an article I think it's like every every five minutes is two hours of work or something like that oh i i'm just trying to like put that together in my head like every wait every five minutes is two hours of work yeah so every five minutes of finished film takes about two hours is that oh right okay it took me a while to like put that together i was like wait every five minutes two hours that's okay that that's mind-blowing yeah to me that's mind-blowing but also when making machinimas also kind of makes sense because especially filming in like in the sims it can Mm -hmm. be a bit of a struggle bus Mm -hmm. especially when your sims decide that you they're just not going to cooperate with you and they're just going to go and speak to a bunch of other random tidies i'm like no i need you to be here i need you to be here doing this one thing right now i was I was filming a bar scene yesterday, the first scene, which takes place in a bar. Um, yes. uh, I had, like, there's, like, two versions of the scene. The first version is when the lot is a lot type is a bar, and there was other townies coming in, and they kept walking in front of the shot. They kept sitting in the stools that I did one or two, and then it was just chaos. I was like, I have, I have to just kick them all out and make it a residential lot and just... Mm-hmm get this done because people are these diaries are not helping but yeah oh I totally agree with you before um with Rose Chronicles I did everything by the book no cc no poses no nothing um Mm. I literally build sets now on 64 by 64 lots um and I just have people come in that make them join the family and then as soon as they're done their scene they're out and I put the next one in like that's literally the the fastest way that's what I do depending on what scene I do I sort of chop and change the families and move them into like the different lots and it's just because um I think some machinima makers they have like um sort of stages where they just have a bunch of rooms for different Mm -hmm. sets but I sort of I just use a whole building for each set like a like just a regular lot Mm -hmm. um I like I'll download them because I'm not a builder. I I cannot build in The Sims to save my life. I have to download them. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I know the feeling. I want to. <laughs> I always. I stepped down and said I'm going to build everything I do in the Rose. Fuck now. I use the gallery all the time. Yeah. I yeah. can't build to save my life. But yeah. Well, there you go. Well, you know what? I want to say it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, please. I don't. Sorry? I had so much fun. Yes. I had so much fun doing this. Again, thank this you so much for great. Thank you so much for casting me again. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, please go check out the first episode of Super Rich Lies. Links are going to be below. Uh, please follow uh, Sim Sims Productions on Twitter and Instagram. Are you anywhere else? Um, just Twitter and Instagram for now. Um, yeah, 
and YouTube, obviously. But yes, uh, perfect links are going to be below. Um, it was an absolute pleasure to have you here today. I cannot wait to see how this project unfolds. I would love to have you back at the last episode so we could discuss yes. the entire series. Um, oh, as yes. well, if you're interested, I do have a podcast um, where I do sit down with Machinima creators to talk about their series uh, throughout. So if you're interested in doing that as well, I'm more than happy to, you know, talk about your series with you. Yes. Oh, I can't wait for the end of series one because that's going to be, oh, I have so many, oh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Well, I'm excited again. Thank you so much for being here today. Have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thank you for having me. This has been great. Um, yeah. Have a, have a great day. Yes, you too.